Hey there, thank you for listening to Say Less presented by the Watchtower Media Network. If you want to contribute, drop us a line on our contact page or email in to inbox at wtchtwr.com. We're always on the lookout for writers, editors, podcasters and plenty more, so if you're looking to get involved with all the happenings at the Watchtower, let us know and we'll take a look at whatever you might have to offer. Make sure you follow us too at Watchtower underscore media across all the socials for all the latest pop culture with a view. Right now, say less with me, Aaron Casanova, and Mihir Kole coming up. Say Less episode 12 is on the plate now. Yeah. Mihir, let's get straight into it. Your pick for me was yes. What Happened to Monday. Yes, What Happened to Monday. <sighs> okay. So, here's my... I'm trying really hard to not be a negative Nelly every mm. single time we do these shows. However, my problem with What Happened to Monday is that you get basically the same scene four times in the same movie and you get no connection to the mother Karen Setman mm-hmm. and like I say you get it's the same thing over and over again and I wa- I also wanted more Willem Dafoe fair enough I did want more Willem <coughs> Dafoe I just I was not disappointed as such but it was clear to me about half an hour in this is going to be the same action scene and they fight all of the siblings Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday etc mm. they fight them all off again and again and again and they lose somebody and then yeah. it gets bad I guess I mean uh, yeah the fighting itself I mean all action movies are kind of like this but obviously the difference in this movie is each fight has meaning because things happen at the end of those fights mm. you know characters die key characters die or key information is found out. So, you know, they're not just pointless fights that, that are happening. I guess if you're someone who really likes action, uh, then, you know, you'll have gripes with the fact that the action itself is not that great. But, you know, the the consequences of what happened, those are profound, especially considering that, you know, you lose like two thirds of the, the main characters and by almost by the end of the or close to the end of the movie. Uh, the point I'd agree with you on is, yeah, more Willem Dafoe would have been great. Um, <laughs> more Glenn Close as well. Yeah, I think what uh, what really would have been interesting is if they showed us how he managed to raise all of them when they were young. Mm. Obviously, that's not the that's not the point of the show, and obviously that that wouldn't be that entertaining because I doubt many uh, things happened when they were young. Uh, regardless, I did find that intriguing, so maybe a little bit more on that would have been good. Okay, so then let's get into what I chose for you, which yes. was Quevin Johnny Wallace's breakout, Beasts mm. of the Southern Wild. What did you think? Okay. Uh, ooh, I don't know where to start, because this film had so much going on. Um, so I'll start with the good points. The The setting was really good. Characters were really good. The use of light, music, um, you know, all of that. And, and I guess for some people, they would appreciate the way that the movie was filmed. You know, the camera angle wasn't standard per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of that, but some people do enjoy that kind of, because it feels more real, more authentic, right? Um, great use of animals, by the way, so I think that was one of the highlights of the film, was the fact that there were so many animals and the connection that 
Uh, oh god, I forgot her name. Clevenjone? Buttercup? No, but, no the, the, what's the main character's name? It's not Buttercup, it's... I'm thinking of a completely different Yeah, Buttercup is from Princess Bride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, the, the girl, you know, she has that special connection with all the animals and she listens to their heartbeats and can kind of communicate, well, not communicate, but kind of figure out how they're feeling and stuff. So that was really pure, authentic. The relationship between her and, the, and her father, you know, kind of on, not on and off, but more, you know, sometimes it was really cute and loving. Sometimes it was a bit more aggressive and, you know, him saying, you know, these are the rules, you got to follow them. Uh, I think it was a good film. Uh, not my taste, per se, but I think my main gripe with it was I didn't really understand the plot that much. I don't know what the point of the movie was. And the camera angle at points did kind of bother me, but I, I mean, I'm not going to take points away from the movie for that because I think that's a personal thing. Fair enough. Okay, so let's move into a more positive lane. Mm. Miss Anthropocene was your choice for me by yeah. Grimes. Yeah. I had a good time with this. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's very atmospheric. Yes. And what was important was that you don't have to concentrate too much mm-hmm. and you also can take it in for what each song is worth. You don't yeah. need to necessarily think that every song is going to be the best song you've ever heard. Yeah. But if you understand it as a collection of songs where they're going to make you think about different things, they're going to set you into this kind of world, mm. I had a really good time with it. I'm glad. I think my you know thing I like Grimes, what I like this album most um, is because of the fact that it's just different from music that I'm used to listening to. It doesn't fall into any category I've heard before. And um, I don't know, sometimes it just makes you feel strange things, which is, you know, it's unique feeling that you chase. You don't get it in much other types of music. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on to your pick for me, which was the Japanese house. Yes. So what I did, I just went on Spotify, shuffled, I mean, listened to their kind of six or seven most popular songs and then shuffled for a bit. Uh, okay, so this is an indie artist that I did enjoy. Uh, I listened to them with a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, on, on the one hand, all of the songs quite similar in terms of, you know, how you know how they're presented. Uh, but unique enough that it was entertaining to listen to. The vocals were really good. Um, the sounds, the instruments, really good. I think one of the ones that stood out was Dion. I don't know if I'm yeah. pronouncing that right. Yeah. Uh, when You know, when... Um, I don't know if it's the bridge or whatever you whatever section of the song you want to call it where it gets really really like I don't know someone just turned the game bar all the way to max. Uh, both me and my friend were thinking at first, wait, what's going on here? Did they is this a mistake? Did they mean for it to sound this way? Uh, and then you know it comes back a couple of times in the song, and then I think by the second or third time you're like, wow, hold on, kind of kind of vibing with this, you know. Uh, so yeah, that was that was interesting because I haven't heard that in indie music. I don't think people in indie music are big fans of the gain button mm. uh so yeah i mean positive experiences with the japanese house positive experiences with the music picks too yeah so let's move into the wild card with sam speeds our good friends <laughs> picks for us firstly a foo and his wife yeah. i don't want to spend too much time in it because there's not really much i can say yeah what i do want to say is i thought it was fascinating mm. that this movie was made 60 years ago in rural <laughs> vietnam yeah. and yet i can watch it on my tv yeah. in my house 60 years later in what as close as we can get to HD yeah. with subtitles. I can follow it along. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, the plot, I, I have no clue what <laughs> happened. But yeah. 
that's not really what stood out to me. What stood out to me, like I say, is that we were able to watch it 60 years yeah. later in, yeah. you know, the middle of London. Mm. And we were able to watch it on our TVs and our computer screens. I think that's unbelievable. To go off from that point, you know, where you, would you say that this film is 60 years old? Um, but what pisses me off is a lot of the things in this film, like colonialism, you know, um, the hierarchy between certain classes, uh, especially be- and, and sexism between men and women mm. that were presented 60 years ago in this film are still a freaking issue today. That's Nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing has fucking changed. Um, and I mean, obviously, when you watch this film, some cultural aspects will make you, you know, not understand what's really going on in the scenes. They do these weird cuts, like, um, like scenes which pass by and then they cut, they fade, and then another scene and they fade and another scene. And it's kind of to portray like a character going through an extended period of time in a very short amount of time in the film. That was a bit confusing, but. Uh, yeah, like you said, this film was quite interesting. Um, and, yeah, a little annoying that those issues <laughs> still present today. But, yeah, I think that the most interesting part is this is a 60-year-old film. You can watch it now. It's not bad by any means. No, it wasn't um, that bad. I was fearful yeah. that it would be pretty bad, and it's yeah. not that bad. It's, it's not that it's bad. It's a, a bit hard to follow, though, yeah. but it's not that bad. Well, I mean, it's 1960 Vietnam. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> Let's move on, then, to our second half of the wild card, Dr. Jones yeah. by Aqua. Is there much more to say? I don't, it's I fine. It's Aqua. It's Aqua. It's, it's, it's Dr. Jones. It's fine. You know, when you get to a certain blood alcohol level, you'll enjoy <laughs> the song. Um, let's, move, let's move straight on, then, <laughs> yeah, to our yeah. picks for each other, the fresh set of picks, then. I will go first with my choice for something for you to watch. Starring Kerry Mulligan. Mm-hmm. And written by Emerald Fennell, who plays Camilla in The Crown. Okay. This was nominated for Best Picture, and it actually won Best Original Screenplay at the Academy Awards last week. Mihir, you get to watch. You have the privilege of watching Promising Young Woman. Okay. Kerry Mulligan is on a kind of revenge tour Hmm. to avenge her best friend's rape and then suicide. I think I've heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of this. The soundtrack is unbelievable, and I watched. I made a point of watching as many of the Best Picture nominees this year as I could. This was my favourite movie. I didn't think it was going to win Best Picture, mm. but this is my favourite of the six or seven that I was able to watch. Okay. It's an absolute tour de force, starring Kerry Mulligan, as I say, Bo Burnham, okay. uh, Laverne Cox, Christopher Mintz-Plasse, who you know as McLovin. <laughs> It's it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Okay. You're going to have such a great time. I'll definitely check it out. Uh, a bit of, uh, you know, heartbreak, as usual. Uh, but, you know, I'm used to that with movies given by you. Um, usually quite heartfelt movies. Um, it's a great, great, great movie. Yeah. Uh, on a completely different vein, uh, my recommendation to you, which I've been preaching for about a month, that I was going to give to you, is Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, God. About it's it. about goddamn time that you watch this movie. <laughs> Uh, all of all, me and all of your friends have been telling you that you need to see this movie, and you've been valiantly avoiding your effort, making all the efforts you can to valiantly avoid watching it. Well, the day of judgment has come, Aaron, and you must watch Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad movie by any means. It's not. It's you know, it's not deep. It doesn't have <laughs> you know, it doesn't have you know, crazy plot points and you know, great character development. It's just. Big things fighting each other. It's just good fun. Get some popcorn, you know, have a lie back and watch it. Great action scenes. Um, what I really like in films and, and, you know, TV shows and even video games is height. 
you know, when things are presented as really large and you can, like, you know, if you're standing in front of a huge mountain or a huge robot or a huge monster and the camera does its work to make it feel like that thing is massive. Okay. It makes you feel kind of in the, it, it just makes it feel real. I think that's, this movie does that really well. All um, right, I've been, I have been putting it off, but yeah. I guess now I have no choice. It's, it's the one starring Millie Bobby Brown. Am I yeah, it, she, yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> her, uh, but my, uh, my brother has mixed feelings about her. She, she has a different, like her story arc in the game, in the, in the movie, is very different to the main story arc. All right, but still very entertaining. Okay. hers is more comedy focused. I will keep an open mind then. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair. All right, so then let's get into our choices for each other to listen to. Mm. Mihir, it's not indie this time. Finally, but it is by Jimi Hendrix, after whom mm-hmm. this entire website inspired by, mm-hmm. of course, his cover of All yeah. Along the Watchtower. Yeah. It's not that. From one of his live albums, mm-hmm. Band of Gypsies, I would like you to listen to Machine Gun by okay. Jimi Hendrix. Just the one song. It's a 10-minute song. Okay. But I read an article this week in The Guardian how this is one of the two or three greatest solos especially mm-hmm. in music history miles davis yeah. himself said about this song oh, it's Jimi hendrix it's that motherfucking machine gun yeah it is nasty i know it I is know, delicious i know what you're referring i was i was and am a big Jimi hendrix fan so i will gladly listen to this song again and digest it and cry about how i cannot play any of these songs on my he was my guitar hero yeah. he is my guitar he's, hero he's, he's really he was he's so fucking good he was so fucking good but yeah, I mean, uh, on a similar vein, single song recommendations, uh, I'm going to recommend to you a, I don't know what genre this falls into, but it's a song from an iconic video game, Final Fantasy, I'm oh sure you've God. heard of it. Um, the song is called Maybe I'm a Lion. Just check it out. It's on YouTube. It's good. It's just, it, it gets you pumped up in the morning. Just, just that the, kind of song. Just the one song. Yeah. You can listen to the normal version, which is five minutes, or you can listen to the extended, which is 10, up to you. <laughs> I, okay, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I will. Good song. Look, I'll be open-minded, and it's at most ten minutes. Yeah, from Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy is a. I never played Final Fantasy. Uh, it's fine because <laughs> it, you don't have. I've, I've, you know, because there's what there's sixteen Final Fantasy games, um, and Final Fantasy was kind of like the the RPG that launched. You know, people were crazy about it. Still are crazy about it. Great characters, great music, great storytelling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that game broke out into the scene. Uh, but um, this song is, you know, from one game. It's one song, and I think it's really cool. All right. Check it out. Okay, so those are our picks for each other to watch and to listen to. Okay, so that puts us into our wild card. then. We have a very good friend of ours, Mr. Jordan Marr, to give us something to watch or to listen to. Jordan, take it away. What song is this? Separate by Eggy Azalea. Okay, and we have to listen to the whole song. If you want, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Fair enough. There we oh, go. Jordan's a big fan, huh? Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> Iggy Azalea is. Alright, here we go. Okay, a very interesting wildcard indeed. Hmm. So let's have a run back through the picks for each other. Mihir. I chose for you Promising Young Woman, the yeah. Carey Mulligan masterpiece, directed and written by Emerald Fennell, which won one of the Oscars last weekend, and then to listen to Machine Gun by Jimi Hendrix and his band of gypsies. Okay. 
are my recommendations for you to watch this week Godzilla vs. Kong, the movie you've been putting off for a while. <laughs> Big things fighting each other, classic. Great. And to listen to Maybe I'm a Lion on YouTube. It's not on Spotify, just a reminder. Oh. Um, yep, enjoy it. <laughs> and then our wild card then is Sip It by, by Iggy, Iggy Azalea. Yep. Great. So then we will be back next week for another set of picks, recommendations, and reviews on Say Less. I've been Aaron Casanova. I've been Mihir Kohler. And we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.